Chapter 9 of The American Housewife. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nick Number. The American Housewife by Anonymous. Chapter 9. 135. Wheat Bread. For six common-sized loaves of bread, take three pints of boiling water and mix it with five or six quarts of flour. When thoroughly mixed, add three pints of cold water. Stir it till the whole of the dough is of the same temperature. When lukewarm, stir in half a pint of family yeast. If brewer's yeast is used, a less quantity will answer. A tablespoonful of salt, knead in flour till stiff enough to mold up and free from lumps. The more the bread is kneaded, the better it will be. Cover it over with a thick cloth, and if the weather is cold, set it near a fire. To ascertain when it has risen, cut it through the middle with a knife. If full of small holes like a sponge, it is sufficiently light for baking. It should be baked as soon as light. If your bread should get sour before you are ready to bake it, dissolve two or more teaspoons full of saleratus, according to the acidity of it, in a teacup of milk or water, strain it onto the dough, work it in well, then cut off enough for a loaf of bread. Mold it up well, slash it on both sides to prevent its cracking when baked, put it in a buttered tin pan. The bread should stand ten or twelve minutes in the pans before baking it. If you like your bread baked a good deal, let it stand in the oven an hour and a half. When the wheat is grown, it makes better bread to wet the flour entirely with boiling water. It should remain till cool before working in the yeast. Some cooks have an idea that it kills the life of the flour to scald it, but it is a mistaken idea. It is sweeter for it and will keep good much longer. Bread made in this way is nearly as good as that which is wet with milk. Care must be taken not to put the yeast in when the dough is hot, as it will scald it, and prevents its rising. Most ovens require heating an hour and a half for bread. A brisk fire should be kept up, and the doors of the room should be kept shut if the weather is cold. Pine and ash, mixed together, or birch wood, is the best for heating an oven. To ascertain if your oven is of the right temperature, when cleaned, throw in a little flour. If it browns in the course of a minute, it is sufficiently hot. If it turns black directly, wait several minutes before putting in the things that are to be baked. If the oven does not bake well, set in a furnace of live coals. 136. Sponge Bread. For four loaves of bread, take three quarts of wheat flour and the same quantity of boiling water. Mix them well together. Let it remain till lukewarm, then add a teacup full of family or half a teacup of distillery yeast. Set it in a warm place to rise. When light, knead in flour till stiff enough to mold up, then let it stand till risen again, before molding it up. 137. Rye Bread. Wet up rye flour with lukewarm milk. Water will do to wet it with, but it will not make the bread so good. Put in the same proportion of yeast as for wheat bread. For four or five loaves of bread, put in a couple of teaspoons full of salt. A couple of tablespoons full of melted butter makes the crust more tender. It should not be kneaded as stiff as wheat bread, or it will be hard when baked. When light, take it out into pans without molding it up. Let it remain in them about twenty minutes before baking. 138 brown bread brown bread is made by scalding indian meal and stirring into it when lukewarm about the same quantity of rye flour as indian meal add yeast and salt in the same proportion as for other kinds of bread bake it between two and three hours 139 indian bread mix indian meal with cold water stir it into boiling water let it boil half an hour stir in a little salt 
Take it from the fire, let it remain till lukewarm, then stir in yeast and Indian meal, to render it of the consistency of unbaked rye dough. When light, take it out into buttered pans, let it remain a few minutes, then bake it two hours and a half. 140. Potato Bread Boil the potatoes very soft, then peel and mash them fine. Put in salt and very little butter, then rub them with the flour. Wet the flour with lukewarm water. Then work in the yeast and flour till stiff to mold up. It will rise quicker than common wheat bread and should be baked as soon as risen, as it turns sour very soon. The potatoes that the bread is made of should be mealy and mixed with the flour in the proportion of one-third of potatoes to two-thirds of flour. 141. Rice Bread Boil a pint of rice till soft, then mix it with a couple of quarts of rice or wheat flour. When cool, add half a teacup of yeast, a little salt, and milk to render it of the consistency of rye bread. When light, bake it in small buttered pans. 142. French Rolls Turn a quart of lukewarm milk onto a quart of flour. Melt a couple of ounces of butter and put to the milk and flour, together with a couple of eggs and a teaspoonful of salt. When cool, stir in half a teacup of yeast and flour to make it stiff enough to mold up. Put it in a warm place. When light, do it up into small rolls. Lay the rolls on flat buttered tins. Let them remain 20 minutes before baking. 143. Yeast Boil a small handful of hops and a couple of quarts of water. When the strength is obtained from them, strain the liquor, put it back on the fire, take a little of the liquor and mix smoothly with three heaping tablespoons full of wheat flour. Stir it into the liquor when it boils. Let it boil five or six minutes, take it from the fire. When lukewarm, stir in a teacup of yeast. Keep it in a warm place till risen. When of a frothy appearance, it is sufficiently light. Add a tablespoonful of salt, turn it into a jar, and cover it tight. Some people keep yeast in bottles, but they are apt to burst. Some use jugs, but they cannot be cleaned so easily as jars. Whenever your yeast gets sour, the jar should be thoroughly cleaned before fresh is put in. If not cleaned, it will spoil the fresh yeast. Yeast made in this manner will keep good a fortnight in warm weather, in cold weather longer. If your yeast appears to be a little changed, add a little saleratus to it before you mix it with your bread. If it does not foam well when put in, it is too stale to use. Milk yeast makes sweeter bread than any other kind of yeast, but it will not keep good long. It is very nice to make biscuit of. Take half the quantity of milk you need for your biscuit, set it in a warm place with a little flour and a teaspoonful of salt. When light, mix it with the rest of the milk and use it directly for the biscuit. It takes a pint of this yeast for five or six loaves of bread. Another method of making yeast which is very good is to take about half a pound of your bread dough when risen and roll it out thin and dry it. When you wish to make bread, put a quart of lukewarm milk to it and set it near the fire to rise. When light, scald the flour and let it be till lukewarm, then add the yeast and salt. This will raise the bread in the course of an hour. The dough will need a little fresh hop liquor put to it in the course of three or four times baking. Potato yeast makes very nice bread, but the yeast does not keep good as long as when made without them. It is made in the following manner. Boil a couple of good-sized potatoes soft, peel and rub them through a sieve. Put to it a couple of tablespoons full of wheat flour and a quart of hot hop tea. When lukewarm, stir in half a teacup of yeast. When light, put in a couple of teaspoons full of salt, put it in your yeast jar and cover it up tight. 144. Yeast Cakes Stir into a pint of good lively yeast a tablespoonful of salt and rye or wheat flour to make a thick batter. 
When risen, stir in Indian meal till of the right consistency to roll out. When risen again, roll them out very thin, cut them into cakes with a tumbler, and dry them in the shade in clear windy weather. Care must be taken to keep them from the sun, or they will ferment. When perfectly dry, tie them up in a bag and keep them in a cool, dry place. To raise four or five loaves of bread, take one of these cakes and put to it a little lukewarm milk or water. When dissolved, stir in a couple of tablespoons full of flour, set it near the fire. When light, use it for your dough. Yeast cakes will keep good five or six months. They are very convenient to use in summer, as common yeast is so apt to ferment. 145. Butter Biscuit Melt a teacup of butter, mix it with two-thirds of a pint of milk. If you have not any milk, water may be substituted, but the biscuit will not be as nice. Put in a teaspoonful of salt, half a teacup of yeast. Milk yeast is the best. See directions for making it. Stir in flour till it is stiff enough to mold up. A couple of eggs improve the biscuit, but are not essential. Set the dough in a warm place when risen. Mold the dough with the hand into small cakes. Lay them on flat tins that have been buttered. Let them remain half an hour before they are baked. 146. Buttermilk Biscuit Dissolve a couple of teaspoons full of saleratus in a teacup of sour milk. Mix it with a pint of buttermilk and a couple of teaspoons full of salt. Stir in flour until stiff enough to mold up. Mold it up into small cakes and bake them immediately. 147. Hard Biscuit Weigh out four pounds of flour and rub three pounds and a half of it with four ounces of butter, four beaten eggs, and a couple of teaspoons full of salt. Moisten it with milk, pound it out thin with a rolling pin. Sprinkle a little of the reserved flour over it lightly. Roll it up and pound it out again. Sprinkle on more of the flour. This operation continue to repeat till you get in all the reserved flour. Then roll it out thin, cut it into cakes with a tumbler, lay them on flat buttered tins, cover them with a damp cloth to prevent their drying. Bake them in a quick oven. 148. Saleratus Biscuit Put a couple of teaspoons full of saleratus in a pint of sour milk. If you have not any sour milk, put a tablespoonful of vinegar to a pint of sweet milk, set it in a warm place. As soon as it curdles, mix it with the saleratus. Put in a couple of tablespoons full of melted butter and flour to make them sufficiently stiff to roll out. Mold them up into small biscuit and bake them immediately. 149. Potato Biscuit Boil mealy potatoes very soft, peel and mash them. To four good-sized potatoes, put a piece of butter of the size of a hen's egg, a teaspoonful of salt. When the butter is melted, put in half a pint of cold milk. If the milk cools the potatoes, put in a quarter of a pint of yeast and flour to make them of the right consistency to mold up. Set them in a warm place. When risen, mold them up with the hand. Let them remain 10 or 15 minutes before baking them. 150. Sponge Biscuit Stir into a pint of lukewarm milk half a teacup of melted butter, a teaspoonful of salt, half a teacup of family or a tablespoonful of brewer's yeast, the latter is the best, Add flour till it is a very stiff batter. When light, drop this mixture by the large spoonful onto flat buttered tins several inches apart. Let them remain a few minutes before baking. Bake them in a quick oven till they are a light brown. 151. Crackers. Rub six ounces of butter with two pounds of flour. Dissolve a couple of teaspoons full of saleratus in a wine glass of milk and strain it onto the flour. Add a teaspoonful of salt and milk enough to enable you to roll it out. Beat it with a rolling pin for half an hour, pounding it out thin. Cut it into cakes with a tumbler. 
Bake them about 15 minutes, then take them from the oven. When the rest of your things are baked sufficiently, take them out, set in the crackers, and let them remain till baked hard and crispy. End of chapter 9 Recording by Nick Number